0: go to TinkeredThinking.com bookstore. Episode 953, Coin of Compassion and Cruelty. There is an idea and opinion among scientists that theory of mind began with the invention of predation in the Cambrian period. Before this period, there were no hunters, and nothing was subjected to being prey. Imagine a world of plants and mollusks all at peace, but certainly without much incentive to evolve, the invention of predation provided just that sort of incentive to develop eyes and ears, not only to look out for predators, but also to try and find lunch. The advent of predation likely kick-started a sensory arms race that extended not just to ways of getting information from the environment, but also ways of interpreting that information. Theory of mind is quite likely one of those interpretations that help an organism flourish and persevere in this cutthroat game of survival. If you can model the mind of your prey in your own mind, then you can think like that prey and thereby anticipate the movements and plans of that prey to predict them and plan accordingly in order to intercept, preferably at lunchtime. The converse is also symmetrically powerful. If you are prey modeling the mind of your top predator, then you are predicting how they will perhaps try to predict your own movements, and by going on this little imaginary adventure, potentially thwarting the designs of an enemy who is bent on consuming you. One potentially disturbing ramification from the notion that theory of mind arises from the invention of predation has to do with compassion and cruelty, and how they may be inextricably linked. Compassion, to start with the lighter and kinder of the two, requires a theory of mind. In order to feel compassion for someone else, it's necessary to imaginatively put oneself in the situational shoes of that person. This requires not just compiling all the situational components of their life, but also taking detailed measure of their emotions, as represented by their actions, their words, and their expressions. With so much information, the compassionate among us can close eyes and imagine the world as someone else, to model the mind of that person, and then feel the pain or pleasure, sorrow, and surprise that someone else actually experiences. This is one of our greatest gifts as a species. There is, however, an uncomfortable flip side to this powerful theory of mind. Cruelty, at its most diabolical, requires the same exact theory of mind. In order to consciously and deliberately hurt someone as much as possible, one must first play the same trick, to imagine what it's like to be that target person and then ask, What would be the worst thing that could happen to someone with this perspective? Without theory of mind, the cruel intention can't land as close to the heart as possible. Cruelty is a potentially random strike, like a first move in the game of Battleship, equipped with a fairly random set of odds as to whether action will land effectively or not. Theory of mind removes a lot of this guesswork by zeroing in on what is Most important for another organism or person. This is exactly how it likely functions with predation. What is important to the predator is inversely identical to the prey in terms of an importance. So the development of a theory of mind potentially had a large incentive to iterate quickly. What is important to the prey is not to be eaten, and the predator is equally in need of lunch, hence the need to model one another's view of the world, becomes equally important. It's certainly just conjecture, but it's possible that compassion, one of the most exalted qualities that we prize among our species, may in fact be a product of something that is anything but compassionate. Predation.